Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's podcast is presented by Maytot Dumbwaiters and Materials Lifts. Since 1888, Maytot has combined custom craftsmanship with the latest innovative technology to create cost-effective material lift solutions for simple and complex situations. Built in-house, Maytot Dumbwaiters are engineered to last the lifetime of the building and can be customized for specific applications. Visit Maytot.com to learn more. This is your news roundup for the week ending January 14, 2022. Highlights of the week's news include the passing of a Canadian entrepreneur whose products can be found on the International Space Station and in elevators around the world. A British Lift Association making a big step forward in apprenticeships. Happenings in India that include a consultancy expansion and an OEM leader providing an overview of the current economic scenario, new hires, and tower news, including an update on the tilting Millennium Tower in downtown San Francisco. For this and other news of the week, visit elevatorworld.com news. Although his company's products could be found globally and beyond, even in space in the form of Bell Fab protective coverings for a Canadian-built robotic arm serving the International Space Station, company founder Don Bell would always ask how our elevator pad sales were going. Bell Fab's Mark Maldalena told Canadian Elevator Contractor Association Executive Director Catherine Bothwell. Bell passed away on January 7th in Hamilton, Canada, at age 86. Madalena said, quote, as founder, he was involved in so many products from tarps, aircraft, and rail seating, military packs, and space equipment covers. But the elevator market was always one that was close to him, end quote. Bell founded the company in Hamilton when he was only 15, initially specializing in tarpaulin repair, but growing the company into an international concern. He earned a reputation for both working and playing hard and being a dedicated and productive fundraiser for numerous charities. Bell's survivors include children Pam, Glenn, and Linda, six grandchildren, and one great-grandchild. His obituary said he was looking forward to the 70th anniversary of Belfab next month and that his family plans to carry on his legacy. Donations in Fell's memory to a charitable organization of one's choice or to the St. Joseph's Healthcare Hamilton Foundation are appreciated. The Lift and Escalator Industry Association, or LEA, has been recognized by Ofqual as a regulated endpoint assessment organization, or EPAO, for apprenticeships in the lift and escalator industry, the company announced. This means that LEA is now approved by Ofqual to offer endpoint assessments and will be able to progress the delivery of offering endpoint assessments for the following standards. Lift and Escalator Electromechanic Level 3 and Stair Lift, Platform Lift, Service Lift, Electromechanic Level 2. For most apprenticeships in England, only those EPAOs that are now recognized by Ofqual can continue to offer endpoint assessment. 
Ofqual is the qualifications regulator in England and will be carrying out external quality assurance for the majority of apprenticeship standards in England. Krishma Kumar Ravi, President and CEO of Indian Vertical Transportation Consultancy Papal Corporation, recently announced that Papal opens its second office in Chennai, which houses its design and inspection teams. Ravi said, quote, Thanks to all Papalites, customers, and well-wishers who have supported us all these years, end quote. He expressed particular gratitude to SKCL Managing Director Y. Mira Reddy for inaugurating the new office and awarding it its first contract. Papal handles vertical transportation planning, engineering, and inspection services and has been involved in many iconic buildings across India, from concept to handover. In a report by the Economic Times, Amika Sane, Managing Director, Kone Elevators India, said that, quote, the increase in commodity prices is one of the biggest challenges today that the industry is facing, as it has pushed up the cost of manufacturing between 5 and 25 percent, end quote. These increases are being passed on to the builder and the end users who are resisting the additional costs, but with a 70% increase just in steel prices, for example, Gossain explained that vendors have to increase prices as well. He went on to say that the legal agreements or contracts for projects that have been put on hold need to be revised due to the increasing cost but that doing this without taking a loss is a challenge for not only the elevator industry, but across the board. Gossain said the market is again close to pre-COVID levels. He also spoke with the source about the need for a LIFT Act to be implemented in all Indian states to ensure basic safety standards, especially with the push for affordable housing. Elaborating on why affordable housing requires a LIFT Act, Gossain said that when the process of tendering begins, a spec is given but should not be so low that there is a safety issue. A lift act would mean that there is a minimum standard, such as every project having to include an emergency rescue device. Liberty Elevator, headquartered in Patterson, New Jersey, recently named Christopher Kistner Modernization and New Installation Sales Manager. Prior to his role at Liberty, Kistner worked for Fujitech America in Clifton, New Jersey, in roles including modernization sales, engineering, and regional service operations manager. He previously managed sales and projects at Slade Elevator of Mountainside, New Jersey, and Hudson Elevator Group of Staten Island, New York. Kistner served in the Maryland Army National Guard. He holds a B.A. in criminal justice from Thomas Edison State University in Trenton, New Jersey, and an M.S. and postgraduate certificate in project management and construction management, respectively, from Drexel University in Philadelphia. San Francisco's Millennium Tower, a 58-story residential high-rise in the heart of downtown that has been the target of lawsuits over its sinking, tilting foundation, continues to tilt at a rate of three inches per year, NBC Bay Area reports. During work to remedy the situation in 2021, 10 inches of tilt and 2 inches of settlement occurred, according to monitoring data. Without a fix, 
At the current rate, the tower's lean could reach a 40-inch functional maximum, at which point its elevators and plumbing could cease to operate, according to engineer Ron Hamburger, who is overseeing remedial work. During a hearing before city officials on January 6th, Hamburger acknowledged that his team did not provide guidance about how to minimize the effects of drilling and digging to the subcontractor installing piles. City Supervisor Aaron Peskin said that a standard operating procedure, adding, quote, I don't think there is a lot of room here for on-the-job learning, end quote. Hamburger said installing 18 steel piles to the bedrock is the best way to stop and possibly reverse some of the tilting. He said that should be done as quickly as possible. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.